0: Hello, and welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by uh, two of your usual hosts, uh, Mr. Tom Mannering. Hello and myself josh hartley uh tom how are you how are you doing this week
1: i am doing well thank you very much uh busy busy uh all go in the mannering household of just myself uh <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not too bad mate how about you how are you
0: yeah not bad uh glad glad to have made it to the end of this week uh work's been uh Strangely busy, and like, like I was saying last week, I don't know why. I think, uh, like, I, I've just had a string of really rude customers, so uh-huh. I'm just like, uh, uh But we've got we've got the four day weekend coming up, so I'm looking forward to that.
1: We do, um, and we're 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 hoping to see each other as well as we were discussing before I the podcast.
0: Know. Very exciting. Which I will be weird because actually... we haven't
1: seen each other in person since I think probably June Summer. of twenty. 20 i think we may
0: be no it was a little later than that because was when when did um when did scotland go back into like going to doing tier systems and then glasgow was immediately put in tier three so it's like right well we can't see each other now <laughs> i don't know man
1: i've i lost track of it like it, it like it, it's all blurred together now like i feel like we've been in lockdown for a small eternity <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I can't,
1: I can't remember when anything happened anymore.
0: It's Going to be so weird actually being able to behave normally it again. It is for sure, yeah. Um
1: but nice, good weird.
0: Yeah, good good weird. Um I just I don't know if I know how to interact with human people. beings <laughs> in a normal fan, uh, function.
1: No, I get you. Like you're just going to like stand awkwardly across from people because obviously even when we come out of lockdown, we're not going to be able to like <laughs> just, we're not going to be able to touch each other that comes out a bit weird you know, it's, uh, it's not going to be the usual yeah, interaction. exactly what
0: I'm talking about Tom like, <laughs> you, you, you're not, it's not okay to just go over and touch people
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that not how you greet someone? You just go and ca- casually caress them
0: <laughs> like, Sir, please stop cupping my
1: balls <laughs> <laughs> which was what I was looking forward to when we came out of lockdown <laughs>
0: Hi Josh, how are you? (laughs) Nearly spat all my tea over my monitor there, thank you very much for asking. No worries. Uh, Oh man, a little bit of that went down the wrong way as well, so I I might need to clear my throat. I think we're fine though. Okay,
1: we're good, we're solid. Professional as always.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right, well gaming wise, we're we're a gaming podcast, so so let's talk about some of that. We've, got, we've just been watching the latest uh, Games Workshop preview, so we're going to uh, share our thoughts on that a little bit. We do have some other uh, news and stuff to cover off. Um, I think we mentioned it a couple, of, a couple of weeks ago, but 1815 Scum of the Earth, uh, the new historic epic battles game that uh, Hall & Nothing uh, are putting out, has just gone live on Kickstarter. I've backed it already, and it has uh, already smashed its target, So, which is excellent news for, for Tristan and Hall uh, uh, or Nothing. Um, so we'll provide a link for uh, for that in the show notes below. What's the uh,
1: expect, expected sort of dispatch date for that then? Is, is there any uh, given yet?
0: Early 2022. That's so, not bad then. So yeah. like and, nine and months. Hall uh, or Nothing, in my experience, have been very good at like, Fulfilling that, um, the only one that I can think of that there's been a delay was veil wraith which I've also backed, and uh that has been delayed for obvious reasons. It's all mm-hmm. COVID related. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, when there were when they were uh, planning that, I'm, I'm I'm sure at that stage no one was planning around a global pandemic. Happening. No, that's so fair. they can be forgiven for that.
1: I've uh, um, I've I've only ever backed three kickstarters. And mm-hmm. one of them I was late, but I got it, and that was pre-COVID. The other two are still outstanding because of, obviously, the, the impact of COVID. Um, yeah, and I, I I'm not entirely sure <laughs> when I'm going to get them. So I think ever since COVID became a thing, I've, I've sort of backed away from, from Kickstarter. Not because I don't trust the companies, but just because I'm impatient. Uh, and I like to get things within sort of a year. Otherwise, I get a bit antsy.
0: That's yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I uh, like I say, I backed uh, I backed a couple of um, Hall and Nothing's Things uh, products on Kickstarter now, so I know that they're good on their word and they'll they they will get stuff out as, well, that's, as soon as possible.
1: That's the thing, in it, you know, if you if you've, if you've got sort of an established relationship with a company uh, and you you trust them, then I think you're willing to make that you know that compromise
0: mm-hmm.
1: that you maybe wouldn't under under other circumstances, so that's, that's good.
0: Yeah. So in other news, um, games, back to Games Workshop-related stuff, um, which, which is what we talk about a lot on this podcast, but we, uh, what can I say? We're all big fanboys. <laughs> so um, the uh, pre, uh, pre-sales for a lot of stuff went up today, uh, including a lot of the new Jakari uh, release. And the box set, Piety and Pain, which was the um, Sisters of Battle versus Jukari box set, is sold out already pretty much everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, I don't know whether it's because they haven't produced enough. Um, I don't know how much of it is scalpers trying to grab uh, multiple boxes because... It is a pretty good uh, value for money. It's hundred and five pounds, and you you do get a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in there. Um, I don't know. Uh, I suspect it's maybe there's maybe a bit of both. Uh, simply because there won't be they won't be able to make as much just because of COVID as well, right? Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. Yeah, yeah I, it must be tricky as well. You know, trying to assess what the um, the demand's going to be for any given set like that because mm-hmm. you just don't know do you you know there's there's been times they've released stuff and it's it's been massive and there's been other times that i mean you look at something like uh to to call upon it's it's a cursed name you look at something like Dreadfleet, where they did a a massive run on it and the demand was <laughs> was slim to none and then you have something like um shadow armageddon was it or whatever it's called uh shadow war armageddon, shadow war armageddon and that was massive you know that was one that sold out really quickly and you couldn't get it for toffee so i I do feel for them and then you add on you know the issues with covid and delivery and not having physical stores you know where if you're in a store, you can obviously tell if it's the same person coming in and, and buying the box over and over again, but you can't do that online. Go get gang going with like mustaches and hats. I was just going to say,
0: like, you, don't, you just walk around the corner and like put on your groucho marks. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: hello, sir. I'd like uh, to purchase uh... another, I mean, a copy of.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll find out how much they end up going for on um, on eBay. I can't mind if I've said on the podcast, I have made an eBay purchase along these lines recently. I, I picked up a copy of Space Hulk um, the other week, which has arrived, uh, which I've dropped all the miniatures off for Ben to, <laughs> to paint up for me. So um, excited to to give that a go. Um I've played space hulk uh, a couple of times in the past but it'll just be it's just nice owning it and all the miniatures in that kit are really nice mm. um listeners uh, you can't see this but to- Tom is looking at his monitor in a contemplative uh, con- contemplative is that a word he's 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 looking in a in a manner where he's considering things so'm I'm, I'm just wondering why he's <laughs> what, I... what, what he's looking at.
1: Before the podcast, we were talking about uh, White Dwarf four hundred and sixty two being difficult to get because of the the stuff that was inside it. I was actually so, going to bring that up
0: as well. <laughs> uh,
1: for, well, to, to segue nicely for you, so I just before we started recording, I'd purchased a digital copy of it, um, mm-hmm. and it just it downloaded there, and it popped up, and I clicked on it, uh, and it's saying the download's corrupted. So the the look was me giving her what the the Jeffrey is going on here <laughs> uh, with it. So that's that's why. Nice
0: nice self-censoring editor josh appreciates that i'm getting i'm
1: getting better at it yeah it's uh (laughs) if only i could do that in my day-to-day life probably wouldn't get uh, so many judgmental looks (laughs) from from parents of children passing me by as i curse (laughs) at random that doesn't
0: happen that's a joke like, like i was just about to say like uh you you don't swear an awful lot like You're a little bit sweary, but you're not... like I know some people who just use uh, the F-bomb as, like, punctuation. Mm. So uh, you're not the sweariest guy I know. No, I I don't
1: consider myself that kind of person. I I am a generally quite cantankerous individual, so there are times when I'm talking uh, and describing things that I will interject uh, profanity to express my annoyance with uh, the most mundane of trivial things. But... uh, in in general, uh, no, I don't consider myself a particularly sweary person. Um, no. Same for yourself. I don't. I don't think you're a particularly no.
0: sweary person. Uh, something has to really annoy me, and yeah. there's just some words that I just—they're not in my vocabulary. So, like, I wouldn't. I would never consider <laughs> saying certain words in any context at all. Uh, I feel no, like I such a
1: such an old man. though now with like profanity, because. Uh, the kids of today, this, damn, damn kids, uh, mm-hmm. like, have these, like, swear words and stuff that, like, I don't even know what they, I don't even know they swear words, to be honest, or there their sort really? of terminology. Well, you know, like, not necessarily swear words, but slang um, and, you know, terms of insult. Um, right. And they, they say stuff. Has
0: they... someone called you a boomer? Is that what no
1: one has called me a boomer <laughs> mercifully, no. But I do like, for example, I, I work with a lot of people younger than me, um, mm-hmm. by a not small margin anymore, which is slightly terrifying. Um, and they come out with things sometimes and I'm like, is that's that's not a word. You're just you're just making shit up now.
0: <laughs> See, now now you've just gone and swore. So editor Josh is gonna have to Crack out the, the the bleep button.
1: I don't like to make this too
0: easy for you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Keep me honest. <laughs>
1: challenge you, Josh. Keep you on your toes.
0: Um, oh, like, uh, so on, on the subject of uh, things going up for pre-sale, though, um, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. The um, there's a campaign book that has gone up for pre-sale as well. This is uh, the, the book of rust. This mm-hmm. is all. Uh, oh, Basically, the idea is to uh, allow players to play through in a narrative way the events of uh, this war that is uh, panning out in the uh, Caradron sector of the galaxy. So within this, you get additional rules for uh, Adeptus Mechanicus, for um, Death Guard, and for... uh, I think Drakari gets some rules in this as well. I'm not sure... Um, the bottom line is there are some people online and I don't think it's like a complaint without merit, but there are some people online comparing this to stuff like Day One DLC. Mm-hmm. And it's like, right, well, you know, I, I, I've i just bought like the uh, Death Guard Codex. Why do I need to buy another book just a month later so yeah. that I can get all the rules for this one faction? Um, I... I, I, I'm going to buy it because I'm a sucker. um <laughs> is the bottom line. At
1: least you're but, honest.
0: Yeah, um, I am not. Um, I, I will never turn down more stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, like more rules, more books. Like that. I, that's it's great, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's it's just if nothing else, a lot of this hobby is collecting, sure. and uh, that's that's one element of it I like. But like I said, I can I can kinda see people's point on that. What what are your feelings on it?
1: I think it's a tricky animal. Um I th- like back in the day you you used to get in some some codexes you would get like special missions and stuff that were specific mm-hmm. to your faction, you know, like I remember like there was one for, for Dark Elder when they first released, uh, and it was like, you know, the the Dark Elder it sort of set up the Dark Elder raiding party style mission. Yeah, um, and stuff like that and that was cool um and you know it was a way to kind of thematically tie your gameplay to your army um i suppose what they're doing now is a bit more than that you know it's not just one mission you know it's a, it's a pack it's a scenario mm-hmm. pack or whatever you want to call it um so i think it, there's an argument to be made that is it too much to put in a codex to to have that in as well
0: maybe you know, um I think I think what has probably happened is that they'll have had a separate development team working on this, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, much like the Forge World book that came out last year, like none of the uh, none of the people writing that were actually working on the um, respective codices right. throughout 40K, uh, and I imagine the the setup has been similar for this one. Yeah. Um, I it's, a, it's a, like to the people who were like getting really annoyed about it, and I did watch one uh, YouTuber who was who got angrier more than like I've ever been angry about legitimate things. <laughs> about do you know what I mean? And it's always a weird thing to to see people responding in that way because I see it with Magic the Gathering like fans as well. Right, they yeah. get so infuriated about this. Hobby of you know collecting trading cards yeah. or miniatures or whatever, <laughs> it's like, um, I would say to those guys, the reality is, if you need any of these rules, you will be able to find them online. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've basically been playing uh, Age of Sigmar, uh, for years now, and I haven't bought a, a single um battle tome since. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> since it they first came out, um, although we'll get onto that in a moment because that will definitely change very <laughs> shortly. Um, so yeah, like just I I I I always uh, I I would much rather Games Workshop were producing too much stuff for us to uh, to buy and to uh, play with than too little. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I would definitely. much rather the other way around. And um I don't I don't think any of these rules are going to be essential for running any sort of competitive list. No. I've seen one of the Death Guard strats and it is it, it, it's fun and flavorful, but it's not very good. It's basically you pay two command points and it lets your plate marines open fire on a unit that's engaged with your pox walkers. So you can actually, uh, and and you, you determine some friendly fire casualties okay. as well while you're doing that. So it's fun. Yeah. It's rubbish, but it's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair enough. I I don't know. It, it is a, like, it's a weird one though, in it, with these kinds of books. I suppose as well, would you not be a bit miffed if you bought a codex and like you had to pay like, say, an extra fiver for it? And it had something that you just weren't going to use, you know, you just... You yeah. weren't interested in that sort of stuff. So I suppose separating it off, yeah, there is an argument that it could be like seen as day one release uh, patch stuff, but also I suppose you could look at it as, you know, well, it's it's a separate thing. It serves a separate function. It's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, so this gives you a way, if you want it, great. If you don't, mm-hmm. just patch it. You, know, you don't have yeah, to... move on with your life. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have to bother with it. Um, yeah. Who knows? Yeah,
0: indeed. So uh, I think the big thing to talk about this week was uh, we've had another um, uh, reveal session with uh, Games Workshop. Uh, This one was called, as he brings up his web browser to uh, remind himself, this was called... Edit out silence. Uh...
1: (laughs) Which you've ruined by talking over
0: it. This was called... uh... Faith and Damnation. Um, I've stopped reading into the the titles of these sessions because they very they very rarely tie in with an awful lot of stuff that's going on. But we got we got a, a ton of new stuff to uh, 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 to check out and talk about. The first thing that they they kicked off was uh, the Soulblight Grave Lords, which we've known have existed uh, or, uh, as a release. They're going to come out. We've known this for ages now. So. Nice for them to show off uh, some of the models properly. Um, I'm definitely 100% picking some of these guys up. That no, uh, does not
1: surprise me. <laughs>
0: yes, uh, I want my uh, all vampire count army, and I want it now. And uh, the nice thing is, uh, we've got some new Blood Knight uh, Blood Knights coming out as well, which is which is neat. What did you uh, What did you make of them?
1: I kind of said to you before the the recording and while we were watching it. I, I think they're nice models, uh, definitely. Um, I'm I'm mm-hmm. not excited about them because I'm not an undead player uh, and I'm not a big Age of Sigmar fan either, um, m- not to the same degree you and Ben are. But I thought, looking at them objectively speaking, some really nice sculpts in there. Some really mm-hmm. nice models. The fell bats were were really nice. Um, oh yeah. It, it was nice to see zombies that weren't all carrying. Tombstones on their backs, which was one of my kind of big grievances with the cursed city stuff. Yeah, um, there's a lot
0: to unpack. It's just nice to stuff. be getting new, nice to be getting new zombies as well. The, yeah, the the, the, um, the current age of Sigma zombies have put in a shift because uh, they have not changed since. I'm going to say 1999. I think that's when that zombie kit came out.
1: You could be, you could be close um it was when they, sure. they
0: started doing a lot of multi-part regiments for uh warhammer fantasy at uh-huh. that time i think that's one of them so yeah good to good to see them updated yeah the fell bats look great as well and we're getting a new uh big battle tone so i will mm-hmm. be purchasing that <laughs> for sure um Moving on, we've had a couple of teasers for Age of Sigmar stuff. We know that the next uh, book in the Broken Realms series is going to be called uh, Kragnos. He is a brand new character. And in the short video that was teased, uh, we saw the figure of a centaur-like creature, um, which we have seen before. There was a uh, Underworld's Warband Of uh, more bestial looking elves Mm -hmm. and one of them was a centaur so um, interesting to see how that pans out and finally on the Age of Sigmar side of things we've got a new underworld's uh, warband revealed this time it is uh, Kanan's Reapers who are uh, uh, part of the Osiak Bone uh, Bone Reapers uh, faction Um, I've I've said uh, before we were recording. I'm not wild on the look of the Osirak Bone Reapers. Mm-hmm. That being said, these models look nice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some very. I think they've got a bit of an '80s vibe to them. They 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 look like they kind of look a bit like Skeletor for me, man.
1: Yeah, you, you said that during the um, during the the actual stream, and, and I think you're. Not far from the truth, and I think the bulky body armor, the big shoulder pads, the kind of, they have slightly goofy faces on some of them as well. Yeah, um, I can certainly see where you're coming from with it. I don't necessarily mm. think that's a bad thing
0: either. No, um, no, not at all. Um, I think they look great. Like, I, mean, I even though like I, I'm not that keen on the aesthetic of them in general, I think mm-hmm. they are like nice models still. So definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so, so yeah, um, they we don't know when they're going to be coming out. I think they have done like a little bit of a roadmap. So I think they're coming out in maybe in like a couple of months' time. Um, I'm definitely picking up the vampire faction when they come out though because they're they're amazing models, uh, and I will just use them for my army. So.
1: It's weird that with the the sort of the underworld box sets they do tend to do some of the nicer character models that you could actually use for any faction, you know, yeah. that's that's in there. Um fair play to them, you know, it's it's a weird I think in some ways it's a weird a weird way to do it that they kind of fence off some of these nicer models behind these box sets. But then I think if if memory serves at least from previous experience, the underworld boxes aren't that expensive, the the 17 pound
0: 50, they're like one of the best value Things that Games Workshop offer. Frankly, and if,
1: we're, if we're being brutally honest, you can pay that for one character model now. So,
0: yeah, m- m- most characters are,
1: are more expensive than that now. <laughs> yeah, so you know that's that's a that's a pretty solid deal that you're getting. Yeah, uh, so well worth
0: your time. Yeah. Uh, so moving away from Age of Sigma um, and into the 41st millennium, the first reveal was a new uh, warband for Necromunda. We get the uh, redemptionists. Uh, that uh, those of us who remember Necromunda from the first time around will remember these guys. The at this point the stream made me feel really old because uh, uh, <laughs> the the guys hosting brought this up and I'm like, yeah, there are some people who weren't even born when uh, when uh, these guys were uh, first around. So yep. go go me for being old. <laughs>
1: I think, yeah, I I remember like original Necromunda being released. Um, So Mm -hmm. I think anything to do with Necromunda immediately makes me feel old. Um, (laughs) Especially when you go back and you look at some of the older models uh, and how dated they are. Not necessarily bad, but certainly dated models Mm -hmm. uh, they are by comparison to now. I'm not a big fan of Redemptionists as a team. Um, I I don't know, I've, I've never quite got on board with the whole uh, sort of fire and brimstone side of of the the not the Inquisition but the the m uh, what's the word I'm looking for Imperium the Imperium thank you uh, yeah with that side of the Imperium like it it all seems a bit OTT I suppose mm-hmm. that's the point uh, but it's not uh, it's not what I I enjoy the most about it but there are there are some really nice models I think one of the things they said that I do agree with is there's a lot of conversion opportunity. Uh, oh yeah, as well for for so much, you know, for doing uh, sisters of battle, Inquisition forces, Imperial Guard forces, some even some Chaos forces, you know, some cracking head swaps in there, some some nice bodies and things you could use. So there's, there's definitely a lot you could do with that, even if you weren't a Necromunda player, which I do. You know, you can't argue with that.
0: Yeah, I I can I can picture a lot of people using these if they uh, if they play Inquisitor uh, twenty eight right. Like these will fit right in with the with the aesthetic of a, of an Inquisition warband. Definitely. So um, no, they, they they do look neat. And um, uh, they also revealed a new starter kit for Necromunda as well. This is going to be called Necromunda Hive War, and this is going to pit the uh, Delax versus the uh, Eshers. Uh, and you get a bunch of terrain and the rule book and uh, other gaming aids in there. Um, this was a little bit of a surprise for me, but given, given what's going to be in this box, it actually makes a lot of sense because it's a nice starter for Necromunda without the big investment of the current box set, right? Mm -hmm. Because what the current one's 175 pounds and I'm not saying that's bad value for money because you get tons of stuff in it. Mm -hmm. But it, the fact of the matter is that is an expensive bit of kit, so it'll be nice to have... A smaller thing for people who maybe don't want to invest that much into into the game.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm a sucker, and I said this to you during the stream as well, I'm a sucker for Necromunda box sets um, because I love the terrain uh, yeah. and there are some really nice uh, models across the different um, gangs that you can do. Yeah. So I think this is probably one I, d- depending on the price, it is probably one I will pick up. Uh, just for a bit more, you know, zone, Mortalis terrain, and uh, some some new uh, models. At least for my my collection, if not new release wise. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm going to end up with two uh, Escher gangs, which is excessive.
0: <laughs> oh no, I've got too many models. What am I going to do? Well, first world
1: problems, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> uh, right, but uh, so into the game of Warhammer 40k itself. Um, The next reveal they they showed off was uh, a new Scatari character uh, for the Adeptus Mechanicus and confirmed the uh, Codex for uh, Adeptus Mechanicus as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do we think of this guy?
1: It's a nice model. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think you correctly noted he's very busy. Got a lot going on with him, a lot of detail.
0: Yes. Uh, Uh, I think that's just kind of the... um, the look of Admech, right? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, that's fair. That's
1: It's not a cruel thing to say, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm not a big Mechanicus, Skitari fan. Um, no. So I'm going to probably come off as a bit of a negative Nellie here, but I was just, just sort of like, eh, you know, take it or leave it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. It's not my... Uh, it's- Scitaria are not my jam, but mm-hmm. uh, I know a lot of people who uh, love them. I mean, that's uh, is that Scott's main forty uh, k army, or does he? I know I don't, he's playing them for kill team.
1: I don't think they're his main army, uh, but he certainly he certainly has uh, mm. a sizable force of them. Scott has a, a, a. I don't think I'm being presumptuous here, and he can correct me if I'm wrong. But I think he has a fondness for for sort of armies that have mechanical elements cuz he has an iron warriors yeah that's force uh, yeah, as well
0: that's his main one
1: yeah so he seems to he seems to be a fan of those those types of, uh, of forces um so that's probably why he's got a an admic uh side of things but yeah i mean it's it's good that they're getting a book you know it's more books for for all the different armies for the the current edition is never a bad thing uh, and it's it's not marines so that's, it's something <laughs>
0: I'll take it. But yeah, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. And and following on from that, uh, we they've revealed a new tank for the Sisters of Battle as well, which uh, didn't particularly think the Sisters of Battle needed a new tank, but there we go. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, and it's like it's it's not the most interesting of tanks. I don't think they've not really done anything especially new with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just a it's another imperial tank. It's a it's a bit busier. You know, it's got a lot of filigree and uh, bits of of sister's flair going on. Yeah. We were saying
0: it's going to be an absolute pig to paint, as yeah. well because <laughs> like, of all of that, and because you're painting it black, which is actually um, a surprisingly difficult color to get right. <laughs> when you're painting miniatures
1: i mean it's an easy color in one sense you know you just it's black it's done but if you want to make it look good to give it you know the edge highlighting and all the all the trimmings that you need to make black look more than just flat it's going to be a Mm -hmm. nightmare and then you you're, you're going to be even worse off because you're then going to be trying to paint all these bits of filigree like gold and you're going to be doing all the extra trappings around it and trying to be careful you don't balls up your black on it and it's just I, I don't envy a sisters player having to to paint that thing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's functional. It, it it certainly fits in with the sisters aesthetic. Uh, can't really argue with that. It, it does look like a a mobile sort of uh, temple almost for them. Yeah. Uh, with all its, its uh, braziers around it and things like that. So, fair play. If you're a sisters player, it's it's probably going to be right up your alley. I would imagine.
0: Yeah, and it's looking increasingly likely that Sisters of Battle will be one of the codices coming out shortly as well, right? Like yep. we, they've revealed this; they've got a new character in that Piety and Pain box that we were talking about previously, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they've revealed the dumb baby Walker as well. So, so presumably this means that their codex is on the horizon. Yeah, I think the, the the final thing they showed off, and I think. For me, this was the most exciting forty K related thing they they revealed uh, was uh, a tease for some new orcs as well, mm-hmm. and uh, they revealed one model. Uh, what do they call him? He's basically Squig Cavalry, mm-hmm. and it looks amazing. Uh, <laughs> what were your thoughts on the little uh, video they they showed off?
1: I thought the the video was great. Uh, it, it felt very orcish um mm-hmm. really kind of captured the the simple but effective orc aesthetic um and kind of a- attitude um which I think is always kind of ran ran through forty K. There were loads of like uh, and we, we kinda of caught these as they came up, little what we imagine are maybe teasers of models that are going to be coming. Um and we kinda of saw that with the one model that they did uh preview uh which was mm-hmm. that, that Squig Rider. Um <laughs> Uh, which was awesome. Uh, it's stupid, uh, really stupid, really impractical, totally orcish. Uh, yeah, which I'm 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 on board for.
0: That's uh, that is what orcs are all about, though, right? Yep, <laughs> yep. And that's the, the the comic relief faction in uh, 40k, and they do they 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 fill that role really well. Hundred <laughs> percent,
1: and you know they're steering into that, and more power to them. Uh, I think 40k is a very by by definition, it's a very grim setting. Um, you know, there's not a lot of immediate humour in it, although there is humour to be found. But orcs have always been sort of a go to. Mm-hmm. You know, more of a laugh army. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, they don't take themselves too seriously, and and GW have never
0: really taken them too seriously either. You know, they've got they're probably in the setting. They are probably the happiest faction there, though, right? Like they they they're doing what they love. They just fight all the time. <laughs> so And you know. if you do
1: what you love, you don't have to work a day in your life.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um what what do you um what do you think that it might come out with a an orc release? Because this looks like they they're kind of hinting that this is gonna be a bit more of a substantial release than some of the other factions we've seen previously.
1: <sighs> I don't know. Uh
0: like it
1: could be anything you know mm. it's, it's, it's guesswork at this point in time um i think one thing you said that i i would love to see them do justice is all the different factions
0: yeah within it so th- to be to be clear this uh, squig rider they 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 confirmed that he was part of the uh beast snaggers mm-hmm. which is a new orc culture that they seem to be um they seem to be uh, focusing on, but it'll be nice if we got. We've already got a lot of speed freak mm-hmm. um, minis, so that they probably don't need. Maybe some new bikers. That'll be cool, right? Yeah, like, yeah, could um, pick something like that. Yeah, and then you've got all the other fact. Like you've got uh, the bad moons who are into all their uh, artillery and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, they've got a lot to work with. Um, so,
1: I mean, orcs if, have got as much scope arguably as marines do you know for yeah. for factions and and different types of models you could do you know for for each one um you could you could do a book for for each faction of all quite easily i reckon um and one thing you mentioned was you know a, a rebel grout faction would be awesome
0: oh that'd be great um, yeah. see so that
1: gets some love um so i mean they, they could there's, there's so many ways they could go with it and to be honest i'm I'm happy for them to do anything with it. I don't think I'm going off the top of my head, but I don't think there's been an orc model I haven't liked to some degree over the years. And I remember like one of the first models I ever got was the original metal Uh oh, when he yeah. was when he was like an inch wide and he was the most flat model. Ever because he had like his gun and his sword, like at his side, like his gun was kind of pointed out Mm -hmm. at kind of a a right angle from his body rather than being facing in front of him. Um, because this was back in the days when they couldn't mold you know (laughs) models beyond sort of a a, almost two dimensional uh positioning. Um, and I remember when they upgraded his model to the, the beefier power armor version, um, that was amazing. Like I loved that mm-hmm. model, um, and I think we'll, we're going to hopefully see that again. You know, a bit of a reimagining, give them a bit more character. These Squig Riders are a step in the right direction for sure. Uh, I think yeah. if they keep that up, I'm all for it. I've never played Orcs, and I, I I probably never will because it's it's not the kind of army I would enjoy playing. But I love seeing them played.
0: They were my first army for 40k. Really? Uh, yeah, I do not have any of my old models anymore, and it's such a shame. Um
1: despicable net.
0: Yeah. But um one thing they could really do with is and I'm gonna say this in, in Ben's absence because he definitely would have said this by now, is a new kit for Ork Boys. Because while it's probably not one of the worst kits in in 40k, they could do a lot more with it.
1: It is a very basic kit. Uh I got an Ork Boy sprue from I, I don't know. It must have been one of the Kill Team boxes, presumably, because I, I found it when I was building up all the random sprues I had, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Kill Team, and it it is such a basic sprue. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it is literally legs, body, head, arms, very little flexibility in, in how you compose them. You know, they all have that kind of running forward, like kind of mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> positioning, you know, and they're they're really weirdly designed as well because they, they kind of sit forward a little bit. They're, they're sort of front, upper torso heavy, um,
0: they kind of look like they're twerking right
1: they did do... <laughs> <laughs> little bit maybe not like all the way there but like maybe they've considered
0: twerking uh,
1: and thought better of it on the battlefield but no I, I get where you're coming from um, yeah they, they they do have just a, a weird positioning on them um, so they do need some love and, and I think they would uh, definitely benefit from it a bit like Necrons did with their their basic troops. Oh yeah,
0: I look at look at the Necron range now. It's like probably one of the best ranges for 40k. It's so, um,
1: not that you're biased.
0: Not that I'm biased. I'm slowly slowly working my way through the my Necron models that I've uh, I've picked up. Um, such a, a wonderfully lazy um, army to paint, and it actually looks kind of effective <laughs> at the same time. How, how
1: um, just just to go off topic a little bit, how are you doing with your, your Necron army painting?
0: Yeah, I have uh, almost finished all the stuff from Indomitus. Okay, so I've got the I've got the twenty warriors done. I've got the three destroyers done, and I've got the characters are almost finished. Like basically, there's I've got three of them still on my painting table because there's a there's some of the tiny little scarabs on their bases that I just want to uh, get done before i call them finished okay so what i've got left from that is the destroyer lord the reanimator and they're like two the two big models for the necron faction right in that box i've got three scarabs um and then once i've finished those i've got the battle force that came out at christmas to work through okay Um, so you've
1: still got a good chunk to get through but you're making some good progress
0: yeah, so and obviously, whenever um, this uh, for the Imperium magazine starts coming out, I've subscribed to that, so I'm gonna be collecting more of them over a long period of time. I also um, have
1: some to give you as well.
0: You do, yeah? Oh, I forgot, <laughs> yeah, I've got the, the Chronomancer and the Flayed ones, yep. Um, the Chronomancer is an awesome mini, it's a
1: beautiful model, it's probably one of my favorite Necron models I've ever seen. So, one of my classic sort of favorite necron models uh i can't remember the name of the chap i do have him sitting around in this room somewhere uh but he was like the guy and he's like holding he's got like the glaive and he's like holding it down like in front of him i know
0: exactly who you're talking about yeah Yeah. he's really
1: neat loved that model i bought it just to paint it because i just Mm -hmm. i liked it that much it just had a it's not even that that much of a dynamic pose but it's a very characterful posing um I love that model, uh, and then I got you for Christmas. I got you another one of the the resin uh, Necron models. Yes, the old
0: Cryptek. Um, but that
1: that Chronomancer just blown them out of the water. Like,
0: <laughs> just, this guy's it's awesome. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to tackling him as well. Uh, I was saying before we started recording, actually, I'm I'm starting to think of what um, project to take on next. Uh, this is probably towards the end of this year because I, i'm realistic <laughs> um i want to do an age of sigma army okay i don't want to do night uh which have been the ones that i've been playing
1: you already I have a ninehawk to... force don't you
0: yeah i've got i've got a fair a fairly reasonable one for that um but I, I i don't know i don't know why i'm not um i'm not particularly excited to to paint those so i'm just gonna Leave them be for now, and then you know when I get the when I get the urge to do it, I'll, I'll tackle them then. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do the Soulblight Gravelords uh, because, frankly, Ben will do a much better job of that. <laughs> so, so I'll uh, I'll get Ben to, to paint them for me. So the two that I'm sort of contemplating between are slaves to darkness, uh, and paint them up like the classic like black armor with brass trimming. Um, or gloom spike gits and do me like an old school night goblin army. Don't know which one I would rather do. I think um, we should have a, a listener poll, and you should do it based on that. We could do that. <laughs> we could do that. Listeners, if you if if you would like to dictate what I do with my life, let me uh, let us know. Not even did. just with
1: his army, just in general. You know, career, <laughs> love life, everything. We'll just
0: it's a bit... Yeah, it's, it's a bit like, uh, you know, Ant and Dec Saturday Night Takeaway where they have the bit where they're in, like, a, a surveillance van watching yeah. this guy and they'll just now do something really stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck oh, you imagine? Uh, maybe not that far. <laughs> Let's not go that far. Um,
1: just his army. Just his ar- Nothing more. Just the
0: army. <laughs> yeah, let me, let, let me know what army I should paint up next. And uh, do you know what? I should share my progress of my necrons on uh, on the channel as well, so I'll I'll get some uh, photos taken of them. One um,
1: well, one thing we have had requested from from a listener was that we put more pictures up of you know the things we talk we talk about. Uh, yeah. So we, we should we should and we will look to do that uh, going forward a bit more, uh, where we'll show pictures of, of some of the things we're talking about, um, and and maybe pictures of other things when we can actually do things beyond sitting in our houses painting models. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. I like it. Uh, I I have not got an Age of Sigmar Army on, on the go, mm-hmm. but I do have – I still have my Dispossessed, uh, which I've still got a few models I want to paint up for, and I think there's a couple more I've got coming as well. Um, yeah, they're, they're, from, they're in my
0: flat at the moment. Yeah,
1: and <laughs> Ben, who, who kindly donated uh, those to the cause. I have looked online, actually, so, like – Obviously, a lot of the Dispossessed stuff is either not available anymore because it's mm-hmm. uh, from original fantasy, or it's it's models that I don't really like that much because um, yeah. they are a bit older. You know, they maybe don't have as much going on. But I have been looking at some third party stuff. Uh, hold your gasps! Uh, and <laughs> considering, <Shame>. uh, <laughs> I have been considering fleshing out my Dispossessed a little bit because I love painting okay. dwarves. Like I, I really enjoy painting fantasy dwarves for some reason they're just there's plenty there's always plenty to do on them you know there's bids, give you a nice range of hair colors to paint mm-hmm. and um you know they always have some nice character to them um so i've had a look at some third party dwarf models and I, I may later on in the year when i'm able to play a bit more i might flesh out my my dispossessed with some some third party stuff as well just to give a bit of variety in in what's on the table yeah.
0: well, that's uh, fair.
1: and then you and ben can batter me uh yeah. Horrendously, like, I've not had a game of Age of Sigmar that, one, I haven't lost, and two, I haven't been absolutely thrashed in.
0: Yeah, uh, your, your best chance is definitely playing against me, because I'm not too familiar with um, Age of Sigmar uh, myself. I don't think it's um, a rules thing.
1: I think there's two there's two contributing factors uh, <laughs> that come into play. I one know is,
0: exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, but, carry on.
1: No, no, no. I mean, you're probably right, but one is dispossessed or an older army right so you're using mm-hmm. older rules that aren't as fleshed out as like your um your stormcast or you know any of your newer factions that have come out for age of sigma uh, so, so
0: you're using the cities of sigma no uh, no
1: i'm using i'm using original dispossessed rules because the cities oh. of sigma removes a lot of the dispossessed factions um they only uh, not faction sorry units so they only they only have like long bids um and a few of like the the extra units they don't Mm -hmm. have like basic warriors which a lot of my dispossessed are and fair enough you could go oh you can use them as long bids but i don't like doing that Mm -hmm. um so i anyone i play against i just say look do you mind if i just use the dispossessed rules from whenever they were last you know,
0: sure, John. and that that so that's definitely going to have a big impact. So that,
1: yeah, because, and that's well, on me. Know. That is one hundred percent on me. That's my my burden to bear, and I I do so gracefully. <laughs> uh, but the the biggest thing that goes against me is my f***ing look, and you can beep that because yeah. it is it's just the worst. Like I've I just rolled. <laughs> I cannot roll things. To save my life, if that guy who lives across from you broke into my house and put a gun to my head and was like, roll a dice like six times and get at least one five up, I'm done. I'm out. It's game over for me. I just, I cannot roll a D6 to save my life. I'm not great with dice in general. I have terrible luck. But D6, they, they had a meeting and they were like, screw this guy. He's done. Like, we're... We're done with him. We're taking him out. Nobody gives him like a five or a six ever again. Um,
0: on, on the flip side of that, I'm I'm quite jammy when it comes to uh, when it comes to rolling six sided dice. No, no, you're not. Reason. You're
1: not jammy. You made some sort of crossroads demon pact <laughs> at some point in the past. And we're like, so if it's a feel no pain save, which is a five to six, just for clarity on the contract I'll be signing, uh, I'll pass them all. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm, I'm gutted now that Death Guard don't have their discu- their old disgustingly resilient rule, but I am looking forward to rolling lots of dice with my Necrons and reanimating a lot of them. The, 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 I'm looking forward to that and, you know, nah. crushing your spirits I when I do that. I,
1: like, as much as I give you a hard time sometimes on, on the podcast, <laughs> you are a very likeable guy um, on a, on a day-to-day basis. But the day I played you and you just passed every single one of them, <laughs> I, I I am not quick to anger, but when I go, like, I go. Yeah, and you, you, you,
0: you, you, I, I could tell that you were putting a lot of effort into holding it together.
1: Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't have just been flipping the table. It would have been flipping the table and then using it to bludgeon you into a sticky pile. <laughs> I was, oh, I was oh. that annoyed. But I, I didn't. Um,
0: <laughs> you didn't. No, you didn't. I, I am looking forward to um, playing some forty k in person, though. I really want. I really want to do a crusade. Like, mm-hmm. I really want to have a crack with those rules. Um, and the nice thing is, like, uh, Ben's working on my Blood Angels. I'll have enough Necrons, and I've definitely got enough Death Guard. So I'll have like three different armies that I can play crusade with. Yeah. So uh, it'll just be nice to be able to play it with people rather than like. Setting it up on my coffee table by myself.
1: <laughs> on your own.
0: Just <laughs> oh <my. laughs> rolling dice against yourself. <laughs> uh dear listeners, uh, I have not done that uh, yet. <laughs> but, He's but, weeks off it. Weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fortunately lockdown seems to be getting eased soon, so Yeah. Woo.
1: Thank the, the good lord uh mm. if if you subscribe to such a thing, uh because it it sucks. Like, you know, yeah. there's no there's no no cutting That any other way not seeing people and like especially when you know we're we're sort of both blessed and cursed that we have hobbies that we can do things at home like paint and and and, you know there are some that have solo play but Mm -hmm. so much of our hobby be it you know role play tabletop board games is a social game um and and whilst there have been some ways we can do that you know if it's role playing over roll 20 or using um simulators to to play board games i do miss that you know, round the table. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of, couple of cans or whatever, ordering some takeaway, and and you know, just just playing a, a good old game, uh, and yeah. you know, considering throttling Josh in person. Just, you can't, you can't, replace <laughs> that, did you? you can't simulate that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I think on that on that note of murdering me, should we sh- should we <laughs> draw this episode to a close?
1: I just, I really hope, like, I mean, I hope nothing bad happens to you anyway, but I really hope nothing bad happens to you because I can imagine the trial of me stood there like, it was just a podcast. I was just <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> Judge, just kidding.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, guys. Well, as always, thank you very much for listening. And Thanks. Until next time, take Bye. care. <laughs> Bye. Bye.